Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Letitia is the Director of Development and Social Innovations for the Family Practice and Counseling Network, an organization that provides person-centered, integrated, and comprehensive health services to individuals and families across their lifespan. The network promotes an anti-racist, trauma-informed culture, as well as resiliency and well-being among patients, staff, and surrounding communities. She and I are going to talk about the maternal health crisis uh, that exists among Black women. Black women are dying four times the rate of white women here in the city uh, uh, black women only accounted for 43% of pregnancies, yet 73% of pregnancy related deaths. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Lord Jesus. The subject matters are heavy this morning for me. Um, uh, are you, do you pronounce your name Lakeisha or Laquisha? Lakeisha. Lakeisha. All right. I got it right the first time. Okay. All right, mother. That's okay. Morning, darling. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Listen, honey, you know, you all are so wonderful. I was out on Saturday and everybody's every single person says, how are you and how is yes. Mr. <laughs> That's right. How is um, Mr. Mr. is doing all right. He's coming along. Um, we're working with him to get him to a better place. And and I am it 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 almost took me under. You know, this stuff that goes on that we talk about, we try to navigate and and, and advocate for each other, it really did a number on me. Right. And so I'm very honest and transparent with all of you that mm-hmm. this we've got to take care of ourselves. Um yeah. and but you know, you and I have been talking back door about this maternal health crisis. Um and I and I and I or is it was it you that I was talking to? Maybe somebody else. Look, look, so much is going so uh-huh. much is so much is going on. I know. It's crazy. Crazy. Oh, yes. So let's talk about this because, again, I just got off the phone, uh, the, the line with Brian Dunlop, who says, you know, uh, 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 clinicians, doctors see us so differently and our pain. They don't believe our pain. They don't believe the things that we're talking about. They think our skins are thicker, that we mm-hmm. don't feel pain the way other people do. And we don't need as much medication or we're making things up. Right. Um, right. So let's talk about maternal black maternal health care crisis today. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to address as it applies to this? We have a problem. Yeah, man. Yeah. We've had a continuous problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you gave the stats, you know, the Philadelphia uh, Maternal uh, Mortality Review Board, Dr. Asameta, uh, you know, has come up with these wonderful uh, data points. Um, and the data is not improving. In 100 years, it still is not safer for us to give birth. In fact, it's getting worse. And in the United States that we live in, where we have the highest expenditures for health care, that is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And so what can we do to shift and change it? Because I'm telling you, as someone who just recently navigated a healthcare mm-hmm. system, yo. <laughs> I yeah. can't even describe to you, right? And so, and, 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 and the other thing is we have people that look like us who says things like, 
well, be careful what you say. You know, you can't do X, Y, and Z. And my, my, my rebut is, listen, we're trying to save our lives, right? Let's put aside the fact that you think these people are powerful and they could do X, Y, and Z, or they may take away something that you're getting from them. Let's talk about our lives. We are black people who are the, who are supposed to be able to talk about the things that are impacting us, right? And so no woman wants to walk into the hospital to give birth to a baby and walk out with our baby dead or she's dead. That makes no sense in this in 2024, Lakeisha. Come on. I know. And, you know, what we have to also acknowledge is just the history of black people in this country. OK, because at one point we weren't even regarded as a people and black women specifically were a hot commodity. Our jobs were to create more enslaved people to do more work to um continue and perpetuate this very racist, paternalistic, capitalist society. When we think about the history of gynecology, I will not regard him as a doctor, even though he is considered the the godfather of gynecology in this country, Sims, who conducted um, terrible, terrible procedures on enslaved Black women, all in the names of advancement of gynecology, um, fistulas, C-sections, and he's regarded as the godfather of gynecology till this day. His his work is still regarded in medical school yeah. and looked at as <clears throat> procedural training for people who are going to be in these hospitals taking care of us and delivering our children. Let me ask you this. What what can we do differently to save our lives? What I need some I need some solutions because we mm-hmm. know the crisis that we're in. We're literally in a maternal health crisis. That's what are right. some of the solutions for women now who are listening <clears throat> or for people who have uh, family members that are pregnant going into the hospital system? What can they do to save themselves? So I'll tell you what. I even leverage my own traumatic birthing experience to this. I'm a public health professional. My mother was the compliance officer at the hospital that I gave birth in. And even still, I came this close. I'm lucky to be here because of advocacy. So it takes it takes advocacy for those who know to leverage your your privilege, to leverage yourselves, you know, and being in these spaces that are not safe for us. Because we are literally dying. The numbers don't lie. But then in addition to that, I can't tell you, mother, how many women I've talked to who have had the same experience like me or worse. This is not just a happenstance. I thought all this time and I gave birth to my son 14 years ago. I thought this was just me. I thought something was wrong with me. They told me that I had a dysfunctional labor. I labored for 14 hours. I was I was set to get uh, induced. I labor for 14 hours for them to tell me that I needed an emergency C-section. And then that's when everything went downhill. Massive blood transfusion, um, blood clots in legs. When I'm telling you, I couldn't even I couldn't even bond with my son for the first week of his life because I was recovering in an ICU. I couldn't even breastfeed. And so when we think about these traumatic experiences that we have, you know, where black women and birthing people are twice as likely to have traumatic birthing experiences. And this stuff is real. And so for us to be able to, you know, just like the Karens that call and they call the supervisor and say, hey, listen, uh, I don't know what y'all doing, but y'all got to get it together because I had this terrible experience. So-and-so did it to me and took care of me that day or didn't. 
We need to do the same. We need to stop. It's this perpetual um, feeling of being oppressed in a country that don't care about us. And we continue to perpetuate that same narrative that it's okay to just get through it and to get by and to survive. Mm -hmm. It is our birthright to thrive. Mm -hmm. And so for us to continue sharing these stories, so I'll just share with you what we just did this past weekend. Mm -hmm. So there's a film called Aftershock, Mm -hmm. where it depicts the, the, the stories of three Black women and their families, their grieving families. Um, up in New York, because this is happening all over this country, y'all. U.S. globally are doing piss poor with maternal health outcomes, let alone Philadelphia. And so it tells the tale, but it tells how you can just watch. You can just see the wrongdoing as the family is is telling and, and giving the, the accounts. There was nothing wrong with these women. They did nothing wrong. They did everything right. They did everything right, but the system let them down. And so I I, I am talking to you. I'm listening to you mm -hmm. and I'm triggered because I just went through this less than a month ago. You Mm. see the wrongdoing and everybody's going, nope, not. No, you're wrong. You that you don't know what you're talking about. The gaslighting is real. OMG. Yes. OMG. When I tell you the wrongdoing, my husband came this close. Yeah. To checking up out of here because everybody kept saying, and I, it, it took my, my in-laws were sitting in the hospital. Everybody's going, you know, they're praying over him, all of that stuff. And, and, and my in-laws were talking. I said, stop talking right now. I'm writing the CEO of the hospital. They're like, what? I said, I'm writing the CEO of the hospital. That changed the trajectory of everything that was going on with my husband. But a lot of people don't, they wring their hands. They leave it up to God. They, the doctors know best and you can see the wrongdoing. You can see the stuff that is happening. Now, what, who would have been able to come and say to me, I'm sorry for your loss when my husband walked in for prostate cancer surgery and died. Who would have said that? Who would have been able to console me for that? This is what I'm talking about, Lakeisha. And so Mm -hmm. you're right. I I, I could not watch Aftershock because I knew, I knew it was triggered. Right. All you see, all the things that are going wrong. You keep saying this is wrong and you keep being dismissed over and over again until your loved one is dead. That is crazy. Talk to me. We have to hold systems accountable. We that's a start. Right. And it's terrible in this 2024 space that we're in. Right. To begin to move the needle. But I will tell you some things that are happening on the ground, though, mother, in regards to some of this. Um, hold, we on, do. hold on, hold on, because I'm going to wait till we, let me wait until we come back so you can tell us exactly what's happening. Because I okay. want our, I want our, our mothers, the people who are giving birth to hear you and to, to figure out ways to advocate for themselves as they're going in to give birth to their children so they can walk out safe. Hold on one second. You are listening to The Source on WURD Progressive Black Talk Media on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with the final segment of The Source today with Lakeisha Garland right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to The Source on WURD, progressive black talk media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. I have Lakeisha Garland here on to talk with me about black maternal health in Philadelphia. It is a crisis. It's a crisis in Montgomery County. It's a crisis across the country. My people are leaving that are pregnant, going back to their homelands, Jamaica, Nigeria, wherever, to give birth. 
just so that they can have a, a, a way to, to survive and thrive, right? Um, so give me some examples of what our young mothers can do as they're going into the hospital and their families. So there's been a groundswell because so many people are pissed off at what's going on here. So I'll just talk to you just about some movements and initiatives that have been happening here in Philadelphia and, you know, around um, in the state. Um, so I'll just say just first and foremost, um, look, um, at the state level, um, Rep. Morgan Cephas has really done the due diligence and listening to a lot of these stories and have really worked to pass legislation to ensure that, especially for low income moms, that, you know, Medicaid services, because see what happens is for those who have low and in, lower income. So they're even their their outcomes are even that much more lower. Right. Um, to ensure that they receive uh, Medicaid coverage up to one year after the birth. Usually for those who are lower income, that Medicaid coverage, it ends at six weeks, at that mm. six week visit for that baby. And we also understand that the fourth trimester, so it's after the birth, that is the most critical, critical period. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, um, you know, some things have been, you know, underway um, just in regards to centralizing the doula movement. Now, there's a lot of controversy with that, but I'm going to just park on what doula, who doulas are um, right now. So doulas are beautiful people who are um, aides to, to moms and families as they give birth. They're not clinical, but they're there to, to provide emotional support, physical support, advocacy, to make sure that that beautiful bundle of joy makes it earthside. And so I'm so thrilled to be working with so many doulas. I'm so thrilled to know so many of them because that's what we did. Before we were stripped away of the right to be able to do that here in this country, it was, regarded was, considered, as, it was considered illegal, right? It was considered right. illegal. So, mm -hmm. you know, then that's when you saw the whitewashing of maternal health, mm -hmm. right, for us. And that's when we began to become conditioned to believe that it was safer to give birth in a hospital. hospital. Mm -hmm. So I'll just say that, you know, there's doulas that are here on the ground and that are available um, and so I'll just drop you with some resources, you know, at the end of this segment. But um, in addition to that, there's movements um, with, you know, folks like Coco Life Black, who does yes. doula training, yes. mm -hmm. um, who does a lot um, with community and, and national canvassing just in regards to providing resources and supports for new moms. Mm -hmm. There's also um, beautiful people like the Maternal Wellness Village who are just culminating and creating coalitions of doula workers, birth workers, you know, hospitalists, um, you know, mental health resources, all of the like um, to be able to be supportive to black women and their families. There's a beautiful woman, a sister named Cleopatra Robinson, who actually lost her best friend, Lashana Gilmore, during childbirth. And again, Lashana did everything right. She did everything. She was doing fitness classes. While she was pregnant, mm -hmm. she did everything right. But when she got into that room, everything went wrong. Mm -hmm. So Cleo has created, um, uh, founded a Home From China Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, Cleo is a doula. And to also be able to um, provide supports, especially for transient um, Black women and pregnant people, because what we also understand is that social determinants of health is also real, too. And that also affects you know, the maternal um, health outcomes as well. So things like nutrition, housing, health care, insurance coverage, 
mental health supports, community resources, all of those things are needed. That's something that we learned from the Strong Start study. And especially what's important is to have more Black people that are providers that are doing the providing. We also understand that people who look like us, because there's a thing called affinity bias, because we know that implicit bias, we know that's real because we, we get that every day. But affinity bias is also something that happens. And we also understand that when we see people that look like us, we want to help. We want to make sure that we take care of our own. And so we understand that maternal health outcomes and any outcomes for that matter, health related, are that much more improved at the hands of the people who look like us who were doing the care. Yeah, I agree. Uh, My daughter-in-law had her third baby four months ago and the doula system here in Philadelphia phenomenal. I was calling and talking to them and they were guiding me and working with me through because my son was so aggravated by the things that he saw. And my daughter-in-law was like, please don't upset them because I want his, ah, I need you to come out of this alive and I need my children yeah. to come out healthy and, and well. so beautiful. Right? I mean, yes. he stood in their chest. He was like, uh-uh, we are not doing this. Listen right? here. And that's a beautiful thing when we see our king stand reverence and, and, and taking dominion for yeah. their queens. And so I'll also have to acknowledge another partner of ours, um, Mr. Um, Joe Austin, who founded yes. Daddy University. Yes. And yes. we also have this beautiful thing called doulos. So these are men who are actually really oh, wow. serve as doulas, whether they're yeah. first doulas, postpartum mm-hmm. doulas, you know, who are here to support. So there's uh, definitely solutions that are here. However, yeah. we have to do our due diligence. This is a yeah. system. And we are not going to be able to erase all of the trauma and all of the hurt. However, there are people that are here on the ground who are doing and paving this way today. Home birth, y'all. Home birth. Let so me the ask queen, you this. Let, let me ask, is doing it. Let me ask you this, because we're going to have to get off the air in four minutes. Let me ask you this. Is there a phone number where people can contact you to get Absolutely. the information for all these people? What's the phone okay, number? Okay, I'm going to give you all the stuff. 267 784 1686. That's me directly. That's my work cell. Again, my name is Lakeisha Garland. Um, you can also, um, to understand a little bit more about what FPCN does, check out our website at www.fpcn.com. We're on Instagram at the FPCN. And I'll also encourage you to just check out the movements um, at the state level with the PA Black Maternal Health Caucus. So that's www. PA maternal health. Okay. Yeah, because people are going to want to be able to research all these things. Um, uh, I am so, I'm so grateful for you. I'd love to have you and Morgan Cephas on at the same time and also a couple of moms who have experienced this kind of uh, stuff so that, because I really want clinicians, uh, medical people to see and understand where they're missing the mark. And we can't do it if we don't use these microphones responsibly, right? Um, and that I also want to teach us to not be so uh, afraid to speak up and, you know, nobody, we, how many of us are going to sit at a cemetery talking about things could have been? How many times are hospitals and doctors going to be sued before they take us seriously? You understand what I'm saying? This is this is the stuff that I'm talking about. And nobody wants to walk in a hospital to give birth to a baby and come out in a in a in a in a, in a mortuary. It just doesn't make sense. And, you know, a baby who would never get a chance to bond with its mother a ba- or 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 the baby dying. You know, the doctor that ripped off the baby's head in uh, Georgia and tried to cover it up. Right. 
Um, and this it. was a black doctor. So we talk about affinity biases, child. That, that, can, we, can we just, can we just, can we just? Because sometimes we get into the system as a people and we fall right in line, hook, line, and sinker with the way we are treated. So not all black doctors are created equally. You, you're Let right. Many of us get, that's right. Many Let of us get there. into that space of upholding racism. Okay, people, uh, listen, oh, I got some stories to tell as well. And I'll also just real quick give a shout out to our black midwives. Mm-hmm. Our black midwives are absolutely doing the work that are in hospitals right now. and Also um, providing um, support and, and advocacy and clinically um, to our families. And so just wanting to just give reverence um, to the power of the midwife. Yeah. And so one more thing, because I've got to get off the air, is that we need to then advocate for insurance companies to take these doulas and midwives seriously so that people don't have to pay. Listen, listen, listen. listen it's a whole thing. Listen, it's a whole it's a, thing. We, we, we need more time. Oh, yeah, we do. So <laughs> I'm going to need you to get back with Nile so we can get back on. See if we can get Morgan Cephas to come on with you and a couple of moms. I'm going to need a whole hour to talk about a whole oh. hour. I'm not doing Black Maternal this. Health Week is coming up in April. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So that's April. So set that up so we can do that in April. Okay. Okay. And then tell now to give you an hour because we need to talk about this. We do. All right. Mother, thank you, my thank sister. You. Oh, listen. Praying all day, you. every day. Praying thank you, my you. sister. Yes. See you later, my darling. See you later. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 